1: A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I I love you,
2: but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We
1: have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports, The Sinner and the Saint will be that show better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Ziner and the St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the Radio.com app, and 1080TheFan.com.
0: Hey,
3: hey, hey! Happy Saturday morning! Hope everybody's excited. The Labradoodles are back! They are back! Yeah! We need to keep them outside, though. I saw that you smiled when the Labradoodles came back.
2: Yeah, I looked across the glass and you, the little little corners of your mouth turned up see what you don't know is i was really smiling because old miss finally kicked off and i'm a huge old miss fan oh my gosh i can't tell you how excited i am that the sec is back lane kiffin oh man this is really exciting stuff right here the sec is back the sec
3: is college football and if you question that at all you
2: are a moron yes you are stupid Yes. And we should not take your opinion seriously. If you don't think the SEC is the center of college football, uh, football. Football. Not just college football. You're right. All
3: football. You're right.
2: High school football, peewee
3: football, the NFL. Get out of here. Fantasy football? No, that's not real football. SEC is the only
1: real football football. Football.
2: The little football game you play on those little boxes. Yeah. Uh, with the magnets and stuff. Whatever
3: those Euro people say is football, that game where you only play with your feet. Right. That's not
2: football. No. This is football. This right here. Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I
3: don't know. Did they, did they put out the preseason top 25 yeah then eliminate all the big 10 and pac 12 teams because they postponed their season yeah that's right and then moved everybody up so we have what you called in the update a yeah. slew it's a slew of top 25 games Cause kentucky's in the top 25 yeah but they took out two conferences worth of teams yeah so they moved up in so everything matters right everything, like all of this
2: every game matters what i love about the fact that the sec is playing today is that like people finally got and here's the air quotes excited about college football because like i guess finally the conference that most people care about are playing the this is this I want right to now measure the excitement level once the pac-12 starts playing in october i'll bet you anything it'll be like The third trending story on ESPN of like, hey, the Pac-12's
3: back. Well, can I, can I, let's, let's, let's see if I can find this. So I, I have, I have a couple different, uh, email updates I get that have like the news of the day. Like, here are the things happening in sports. Right. It it comes into my inbox daily and I just kind of glance at it and I go, ah, let's see where things matter. Mm. The Pac-12 announcement on Thursday. Yeah was that they will play November 6th, first Pac-12 game. Oh, it's November? November 6th. Yeah, oh. you even had that wrong. I and thought you're... it was October. No, you're wrong. I wonder why I thought that. Because they were talked about it all week, and then they actually made the announcement, and then it was November
2: 6th. Uh, I just kind of assumed because it just doesn't matter because they're playing six games. Oh, playing seven. You watch your mouth. No, they're playing six. Nope. They're
3: playing well, the seven. seventh
2: one matters. That's right. Because the f- that's the one where you take every team from each division. Yep. And you match hey. them up with their counterpart, brother. And they start playing each other. And right. then football on the Pacific Coast starts again. You know what?
3: That's what they kind of should do anyways. It's just play a six-game conference schedule. But what they should do is go, all right, after the two two matchup in the yeah. Pac-12, they should go play the second-place team in the Big Ten, then go play the second-best team in the in the Big 12. That would actually be kind of fun. The,
2: the whole idea that— Are you saying— that they should do a rose bowl series but different flowers for crappier games. Yes. So like the worst one is like the dandelion bowl. You're you're absolutely right. Okay. Uh, you know what though? I
3: kind of like the dandelion. I would say the uh what's the it's like a stinkweed is the nickname. You know the the smelly ones. What are those? Don't
2: worry, I'm googling smelly flowers. Yeah,
3: smelly flowers. There's some. There's a pretty gross one. My mom has one. I think it's called a voodoo plant that smells like uh, garbage, but it's kind of cool
2: looking. This is a porn site. There it is. Sorry, uh, it's called the stinky flower. It is called the stinky flower. <laughs> it's a porn site. Should have known that. There's yeah, the Western
3: skunk ago. cabbage. There, skunk cabbage. That would be the skunk cabbage bowl, featuring your Oregon State Beavers. Who sponsors that? The skunk cabbage bowl? Yes. Um, I don't know. Rydell? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's all Nike. <laughs> well, two Nike schools playing the Rydell skunk cabbage bowl. How much would that suck if your bowl sponsor is Rydell and all your bowl gifts you were know just like Rydell equipment? It would be bad. You know who it should sponsor Odor eaters. Odor? Yeah, that would be That's good. That wouldn't be bad. And as a sensible adult, I would enjoy those bowl gifts. See, <laughs> everything I think about now with bowl games, I think about the bowl gift and like, if I got an odor eaters like pack that like totally would like X out all the stink I have in my life as an adult, that's a pretty exciting gift
3: as an adult looking back on the nuts you got from the Emerald nuts bowl. That's right. uh, Would you be more excited now than you were then
2: to get nuts? No, no, that was by far the worst bowl gift I've ever gotten.
3: But even now, like as a sensible adult that only eats plant and fish based foods, right? You still would not be excited about your nuts.
2: I'm not going to lie, dude. If, I get nuts as a gift, like in any capacity. What are the roasted chestnuts uh, get from out. my fire? Get out! You'd it's rather a have a Stupid gift. Why, ra- why the hell would you get? Even if it's an assorted nut palette, like a yeah. holiday nut palette, it's like really you, you can think a little bit more. Is there a
3: rare nut that you can't get your hands on? But if you could, that would be awesome. Is is there something out there, like? Right in power rank
2: your nuts real quick. Okay, my left and my right. <laughs>
3: Hey-o! <laughs> I, I will credit Matt Matt Markman for this joke. Uh, Matt Markman is a Vegas out of uh, comedian out of Vegas uh, that I used to perform with. But uh, he said, "Is it weird if like one of your nuts is a lot bigger than the other two? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I always enjoyed that. Joke. Oh. Makes me laugh. Wait, I don't get it. Bigger than the other two. That would suggest he has three. I'll you a picture yeah. later. So, um, don't we all have three? No, not Lance Armstrong. So only got the one. Oh, you like that better? There you, go. you like you that better. Running. That's my right.
2: joke. <laughs> yeah. and on this show it is a well established rule everybody gets one,
3: <laughs> except for Matt Markman, yeah, apparently. With his that's joke. right. Yeah, up yours, Matt. Um, so you'd rather have the odor. Oh, power rank your nuts. Oh, okay. Almonds,
2: pistachios,
3: mm. cashews. Mm.
2: Boy, you're forgetting walnuts.
3: You put walnuts out of those?
2: Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Walnuts are power packed. They're awesome. Not only are they delicious if you uh, roast them and salt them, but they're also well, one of the healthiest
3: ones. Everything's delicious if they're roasted and salted. That's not, not fair. Not true. The Brazilian
2: nut. The Bra- I was going to say that nut, dude. <laughs> F it that nut is so stupid whoever <laughs> buys the, the brazilian nut and like eats it as a casual sma- uh, snack should just be slapped across the face because you're 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 reaching for attention at that point yeah
3: see like peanuts man but you honey roast them Ooh. and oversalt them uh, yeah now you're talking but i don't want it as a gift like it sure. the that, but only time- is there a nut that you value high enough is there some exotic nut out there that you're like oh i got a jimmy nut or whatever it is nice that i don't know j- jimmy nut <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you want but to explain that yeah it's an exotic nut that you can't get your hands on easily and all of a sudden that shows up and you're like oh my god i've heard of these and i've never tried one
2: i'm and google jimmy nuts real quick. <laughs> go
3: ahead and do that it'll probably take you back to the uh, stinky flower website it's the uh
2: the sister site to the stinky flower uh i am getting some lewd yeah. Internet memes of Jimmy Neutron. Well, there you go. Which Jimmy, I didn't know would actually exist. Jimmy Neutron? Neutron. Did you ever watch that? Jimmy Neutron. Oh, wow. God, there are Uh-oh. some vile things. Sure. People are disgusting.
3: Uh, and the most disgusting of the people yeah. exist on the Internet.
2: You know what's interesting is that, and this has happened to me a, a few times recently, is that, you know, uh, you can find some really vile stuff. Just on Google Images. Oh, of course you can. Like, you don't really have to go that far to find just vile stuff on the internet. All you got to do is just, like, look up something as simple as what I just did with Jimmy Nut. The name Jimmy and the word nut. And there are uh, pornographic depictions of a Nickelodeon children's show uh, from the 2000s. I don't know how I did not come up with this. The world's most
3: expensive nut, just put it into Google. Yeah. The macadamia nut. And the chocolate-covered macadamia nut, often given as a gift. Would you be upset if I went to Hawaii? Would you be upset if I brought you them, or would you be upset if I didn't bring you a box of chocolate-covered macadamia nuts?
2: Okay, here's the difference with the situation you're presenting right now. Okay, Is that you're giving me something uh, based off of a trip that you took. I don't really consider those gifts. Oh, but I thought of you when I bought the yeah, 12-pack. It's, it's not when a When I opened the
3: 12-pack yeah. of macadamia, chocolate-covered macadamia nuts that I got from Hawaiian Host at Hilo Hottie on my at the airport on my way out of town, when uh-huh. I went, oh, I should probably get somebody something. Yeah. I took one of those 12 boxes in the 12-pack, and I was like, I guess I'll give it to Will. Sure. I put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. And you're just going to poo-poo that? You don't count that as a gift? Well, that's on you. I put that much thought into the gift for you because I was like, he
2: might eat these. I don't think there's any meat in it. Now, if you did that right around my birthday, yes. But if you're just giving me a random gift off of travels that you had, that is not, in fact, a gift. That's just you trying something. I don't know what you're doing in that case. In fact, I think it's weird when people bring stuff. I mean, isn't it kind of weird when people bring stuff from their vacation home home? And like give it to other people. Like there's really no occasion that Don't you're your supposed to be do doing that. that. Yeah. Do you, did your parents do that? Well, of course they did. But now as an adult, when I think about it, I'm kind of like, that's really weird. Like, why would you go on vacation and go get stuff and then bring it back and give it to people? I, I can never wrap my
3: head around that when I'm on vacation. I'll go through like the little, you know, uh, bizarre area. You know, some towns have their little, you know, A shopping bizarre, center. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah farmer's markets or whatever, oh. where they've got, you know, they're During selling your bu- visits
2: to the Middle East.
3: Sure. Well, uh, Europe, they have these. You, you go through, it's like, here's a bunch of cheap stuff to buy your family to show that you went to France.
2: Mm. Cool. So you think it's just a showy thing? Of course it is.
3: And then you give it to somebody and they're like, cool, Eiffel Tower. Yeah, my parents went there. Like, who wants, who wants something that says, I haven't been to France? Do you want that gift? So I can never... I can never bring myself to do it the one exception is you get like the baby onesie if you know somebody that's having a baby you're like here mm. my uncle went to france and all they got me was this crappy onesie
2: yeah and then we buy them that it's about as- a onesie that says i've never been to france exactly which is pretty funny because I, most babies probably haven't been to
3: france. yeah the the onesie that says i've never been to france but there's probably a poop in my pants or whatever
2: oh now that's great yeah you know
3: whatever yeah, it's like that, fun, something funny yeah i like that about as far as I can go. Hey, we have college football. It's week three of the NFL. Uh, we also have uh, the Western and Eastern Conference Finals going. This almost never happens in the same week, but here it is. All kinds of sports for us to discuss. You're welcome. We'll do it. Uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with this college football thing. It's right in front of us. I'm watching it on television as we speak. So we'll start with college football. We'll do that next. It is the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. College football is being played. It uh, is a little bit later
2: than we would have normally expected it. But, hey, it's 2020. Nothing goes according to plan. Let me tell you something. I'm looking up in the stands there, and these fans are coughing and cheering, and I'm excited. (laughs) You
3: you can dump on it all you want, but they have uh, been cautious. They've... uh, canceled or suspended at least 16 games so far in uh, the college football season poor Catch universe you, <laughs> literally <laughs> uh university of houston uh is 0 for 5 for trying to play college football
2: <laughs> oh my gosh it's uh, go okay, ahead go no, ahead no no i, I mean I, i'm gonna save my breath okay because we can end this segment pretty quick by just <laughs> being like Oh, yeah, and that'll totally not happen as it gets colder and more people get the flu and COVID and the flu will start getting confusing. and.
3: Well, the other the other prediction is if people continue with the social distancing and mask wearing, and that should reduce flu season as well. So, you know, there's, there's also, um, you know, a couple people in my family that go, oh, great, now all our kids' immunities are going to be ruined because nobody's going to get the flu, which I'm like, all right, shut up. But – here we are. The SEC is underway. You've got Florida Ole Miss on uh, my television right now. You've got uh, Kentucky playing against Auburn. People calling that a potential upset special. We've got uh, we've got actual top twenty-five week one college football games, and the big announcement from this week is the Pac-12 is going to be back November sixth. Yeah, they're going to play a six-game schedule, so they will play all five of the teams in your division. So North and South. And then for the seventh game, everyone is going to play their equivalent on the other side. Well, you hate this. Why do you hate this so much? Uh, Wherever it, you it, finish in the North, you play your equivalent team in the South. So there will be a Pac-12 championship game. That'll be ones versus ones, twos versus two, threes versus threes.
2: It, it's inconsequential. Why? Why? Because no, as much as uh, you know, the NCAA would like to lie to you... Um, you know, there's no possibility of getting into the college football playoff. None, not none whatsoever. Okay. Even if they run the table, no. Are you kidding me? No. Blowouts, twenty point blows. Oh my gosh, they're blowing out Arizona State. No, Arizona State's a good quality football. team. just a quality football team. Um, yeah, I I just view it as. I, I still can't get over the fact that. These kids that are eighteen to twenty-one are going out and playing and risking their health, their long-term health. Because now there's reports of even baseball players who are saying that once they got COVID, they come back and they're okay, mm-hmm. uh, okay. But now they're having trouble breathing.
3: Yeah, Von Miller said the same thing. NFL yes. player Von Miller, who contracted the disease early on, one of the first um, athletes that we saw have it, he said it was not only difficult to, because he got he he was very sick. And then he, he was said one of the early ones, he was, that's, yeah. that's what I said. Um, but yeah. And then he, he uh, yeah, he said that the recovery afterwards, he still was not hundred percent. Now he's injured and out for the season yeah. uh, with, I think it was an ankle.
2: I just viewed it as something that if you're 18 or 21 and you have the rest of your life ahead of you. And if, especially if you're somebody who, you know, like some of those LSU guys who uh, you know, are bonafide friggin' pros, you'll yeah. get drafted, you know, just skip this season even if you think this is something special for your senior year, man, it's not worth it. It's yeah. just not worth it. It's like one of those things where they tell you, right, in high school. Like, if you had a crappy high school experience, they always tell you, well, it gets better, and don't worry. Just get through high school, go to college. College might be better, but then as you become an adult, if you got all your ass together, like, things will be okay. Th- is that, that what they I- told you in high school? Well, no, I mean that's usually what the, I mean. I was friggin' awesome in high school. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I I ruled campus, bro. I bet you did. I ruled me. campus, and I told those nerds, I was like, "Yeah, you suck." You know, I was riding in my huge truck with my jersey on, and I was like, I was doing uh, What are they called, cookies? <laughs> cookies. Yeah, I was uh, I was scraping cookies on the nerds <laughs> with my F one fifty, just <laughs> spraying, gravel, spraying on gravel on them. Spraying gravel like, on oh, them. Yeah, eat on that, man. <laughs> and. uh... You know, it turned out like 10 years later, they have like finance and tech jobs. But yeah. look at me now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm both producing and co-hosting a Saturday sports radio show. And watch it in a Portland, a- Portland a- on AM. A- Don't forget Thursdays. <laughs> and Thursdays, I produce a recruiting show. <laughs> Bam.
3: Sometimes Andrew Nimick lets you talk.
2: Yeah, a little bit. And then little. he goes, well,
3: well, well. There's high school kids listening who can't say that kind of stuff. And then you go, oh, yeah, sorry. Let me say this.
2: Please do. I have avoided going back to local bars and talking about just how awesome I was in high school because it would offend some people. You're telling me that you don't walk into a bar,
3: go up to the jukebox, put on Bruce Springsteen's glory days, and then tell people about how great you were? I was the number 37 linebacker in the country. That's
2: right. Uh, I was a three-star. Three-star. I was a 78 ranking on Spark. (laughs) That was a thing. Spark? Do you remember that? Wasn't that an energy drink with alcohol in it? No, uh, you're thinking of uh, Zima.
3: Well, I thought it was like Four Locos. Wasn't Spark, or was that just an energy drink? Well, no, that,
2: I don't, well. Four Locos was was like the
3: gasoline one.
2: Yeah. But I think Spark. Well, no, Spark was this thing that came out right around the time I was becoming a senior, about 07, 08. And um, it was just like this, it was like this pure training Program that partnered with Nike where they would give you, like, a rating on your physicality with, like, a number from 0 to 100. Sure. And it was, like, attached to your recruiting ranking. And so it became this really huge thing if you were, like, a high-number spark guy. It's, like, comparable to, like, the Statistic War, right? Uh, Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, it was uh, deep analytics. Yeah, it was supposed to kind of encapsulate all that. And uh, actually, there was a guy I knew who got— Is it like your Madden rating? A little. Okay. There was a guy I knew, uh, Tom Hansen, who I played with at Oregon State, and he was like a nothing, not known recruit. And he went to one, uh, like, uh, one combine and got like a spark rating of like 105 because he ran an insane 40 and like benched a bunch. There you go. (laughs) And he got a scholarship and then he (laughs) sucks. I think that was finally when people were starting to realize, like, oh, yeah, they actually have to play football. Like, just because yeah. they bench a lot
3: and run fast doesn't mean they're a good football player. That's pretty fantastic. So I've confirmed Spark yeah, is a powdered beverage from AdvoCare. Mm. Sparks with an S nice, was the alcoholic beverage uh, from 2002, and uh, originally it was caffeine plus alcohol.
2: Also a great name for a local strip club. Sparks? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there
3: was a there's a mechanical bull inside the New Frontier Hotel in Las Vegas. When I lived down there, mm. we'd go there occasionally uh, when people were in town. It was always the thing to do. You go hit the strip and then you drink enough to go, hey, we should go ride the mechanical bull. Well, I had some friends that were in town, uh, lady friends. Nice, dude. We, nice. Went, we went to visit uh, the Urban Cowboy uh, Bar. It was uh, what was it called? Gillies. So it was a remake of the John Travolta movie, Urban Cowboy. They took the bar from that movie and put it inside the New Frontier. Gillies. Why? Because. Awesome. <laughs> so we go into Gillies, and turns out it was uh, Bikini Bull Ride Night. Fantastic, right? So Bikini Bull Ride is girls in bikinis yeah. riding on the bull. One of the uh, young Wait, ladies. tops and bottoms? Bikinis. Yeah. So one of the ladies, young ladies I was with decided uh, that she didn't have a bikini, so she'd just go up in her underwear. Fully awesome, right? She goes up in her underwear.
2: Wait, thong? Uh, I don't recall it being a thong, but I remember enjoying the view.
3: I think they were cotton panties. Oh, my
2: gosh. That's even hotter. So she goes up. She does the bull ride.
3: She is clearly in first place among the applause vote. Mm. And I'm like, listen, young lady, you're going to win yourself a Trophy or something from the bikini boulder. I think it might have been like 500 bucks. And then, well, you know what they do is Vegas has a lot of strippers and they bring out the ringers. And uh, the first girl comes out and she uh, strips down to her bikini Mm. and she's dancing around. She pulls off the top. She's wearing pasties. Oh, well, now my friend's in second place. And then the uh, reason I bring up sparks is the girl that uh, won the competition, not only stripped down to pasties, her pasties were also, also sparklers. And then she lit her pasties while slow motion grinding on a mechanical bull with fireworks coming off of her boobers.
2: <laughs> to me, I, I see, There's your local there's sparks for you. That's Sparks Strip Club. Could you imagine being a European and like visiting America for the first time? Uh, you went to Vegas and that was your first night out. I was thinking being like the sixty-year-old
3: woman who, like when she was in high school, like Gilly or Urban Cowboy was her favorite movie. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, Gilly's like from the movie. This will take me back. And then she comes in and Sparkler Babe is just slow grinding. Like they put the flame. They put the the mechanical bull on slow mo and she's well practiced. Oh, Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, like, again, the ringers. They were brought in specifically for this competition, they're just going to town on Mechanical Bull. I don't know what his name was. Probably Jeff. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Jeff the Bull had a good night.
2: Just like, me. just like my stepdad.
3: Yeah, just like my stepdad. All right, NFL Week 3. We have some big matchups, uh, and we've got... A couple early MVP candidates that people might be surprised about uh, in Seattle that are letting Russ cook. Uh, but I think he played against another guy last week that may be an early frontrunner for the MVP. We'll talk about uh, what we've seen so far and what we can see moving forward in the NFL. We do it next uh, after this SportsCenter update. Kind of Welcome back in. NFL is going into week three already uh i was out last week uh you had uh was preston highfield in with you he was how was the show did you guys have a good time oh we had a great time we
2: always have a great time glad to hear that glad to that a lot of tennis talk last week i'm guessing we actually only got to tennis talk at the very end of the show really i for some reason we forgot that i
3: assumed it would be the golf show right into the tennis show with you two
2: we should have I should have just hate F the audience and just done all tennis (laughs) for two hours. Just been like, yeah, tune out. See if I care. I don't care what you do.
3: We're about to do French Uh, open prep. Tennis, tennis, tennis. tennis. Uh, So we didn't get to talk about uh, really a recap of week one NFL or a setup for week two NFL. So here we are going into week three. What's your impression been of the NFL so far when you're watching at home?
2: uh for the most part i i feel like it hasn't really missed a beat and you know i think i've kind of zeroed in on why i'm liking the nfl more than i am college football in these first two uh two weeks well three weeks now um and it's because and i didn't think this would happen to me it's the pageantry of college football like i think probably 50% of why I love watching college football so much is the fact that Saturday is that hokey show they do on college campuses where a bunch of students and fans line up behind them college game day and everybody's pumped up and cheering and then once they do the uh, sky cam down into the uh, stadium or the bowl it's effing packed. Bunch of people there cheering. The bands, yeah, the, the mascots, band. the flag team
3: running around. And there's probably a buffalo coming in at some point, depending on the team you're
2: watching. Bobcat, perhaps. Yeah. Somebody on a horse chucking a spear. And for some reason, that I feel like is totally missing from this whole thing. Like, if I'm watching college football games now, and I tried, it's just like, either if it's an empty stadium or a quarter-filled one, it's just kind of depressing. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, the NFL, I kind of don't feel that way. I watch the games, and I'm kind of like, yeah, this is fine.
3: Well, I think part of it, too, is the NFL is so player-driven. yeah. And the storylines that you see are just so driven by the guys on the field. So the broadcast doesn't have to talk about the school and the school history, which is really the focus. And because the sideline and the, the coaches are such a big part of college football, you kind of go over to... The sideline a lot more, which means, I mean, just watching the the SEC up here on the on the TV, you can see a lot more of the crowd where in the NFL, you rarely have to leave the center of the field where the action is. The NFL is a made for TV product and has been for years. I always always credit the the success of the NFL to NFL films, where they just went in and went, All right, here's You know the distilled version of what you're getting on Sundays and that made me a bigger NFL fan than anybody And the other thing is the NFL is the easiest sport as much as you hate it It's the easiest sport to gamble on in the country Mm -hmm. And and when you tune into the NFL, there's not really a lot you have to worry about if you're betting on college football First of all, there hasn't been a game of consequence yet you have a team in Missouri that's missing half of their team playing against Alabama today. You've got a, uh, there was another team that uh, was at LSU that barely made the requirements to actually go out and
2: play today. So, well, that, and if you watched the 60 Minutes special last weekend with Ed Orgeron. Oh, um, I did not. So they did a, uh, they did a, a, a profile of him and kind of how they, um, you know, how they prepared for COVID and everything. And he was talking about how you know almost everybody on the team has gotten COVID at mm. some point yeah and that he is kind of riding with the herd mentality or hurt herd- oh I'm sorry herd immunity I, there we go I had the Freudian slip uh the president did the herd <laughs> immunity yeah um complex and uh you know fingers crossed it works um but I, I think what's interesting about it too is that because the Pac-12 hasn't begun yep and because now the pac 12 is even more inconsequential than it was last year because the only the only semblance of consequence that we had with the pac 12 last year on a national scale was oregon yeah, it but was
3: has, or- has oregon auburn early yeah, yeah. No, that's
2: it it was that week one matchup oregon and auburn and if oregon could win it would just be this like it would be this shining guiding light that you would have of saying like, oh my gosh, if they can win out, Mm -hmm. that's our path to the college football playoff. Now that they're just playing this conference-only schedule, you can almost guarantee that even if they go undefeated and just wipe the floor with everybody, it doesn't, they're not getting in. They're just not.
3: It it does depend on what happens with the other conferences. You'll kind of know if somebody slips up early watching it. But the other thing too is if they get seven games in, first of all, I I will be surprised if every Pac-12 team gets all seven games in. They have no yeah. margin for error. But at the same token, I don't have a lot of faith that the SEC is going to get all of their games in either. Somebody's, you know, comparing, you know, well, if they play 11 games and you only play seven, I don't think everybody's getting all their games in in college football. Mm. So if the Pac-12 can, you know, the reason they're restarting is they feel like they have a better system with the daily testing that they'll be able to nip any of the, the outbreaks in the bud, they won't. They expect not to miss any games, and so if they can get through, they might be fine. Because the SEC, the Big Twelve, and the ACC have not said that they're going to do a similar daily testing that the Big Ten and Pac-12 are going to do. So. Because we're tougher out here. <laughs> that's right. Cause that's we're, right. We're tougher out here. Um, but the NFL, for me, it it just. There's so many less things to worry about besides the game. College football, we just went through a whole litany of them, but th- I think there's just a lot more things that you worry about. The whole on campus, what's going on? You hear stories about the universities. You've already had so many game cancels. The, the NFL so far, to me, has been fantastic. We'll talk about some of the storylines that are going on in hour two, but we need to get to good versus evil, so we'll do that right now. Uh, next, it's good versus evil on the center and the saint. This is 1080 The Fan.
1: Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for good versus evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants, eight oh eight on ten eighty The Fan.
3: You know, I think it takes it takes a lot of student athletes to be responsible, to step up and do the right things, and social distancing, wearing a mask, washing your hands,
2: not going to the wrong places, um, not being around groups, really stepping up and being responsible. That's guy who breastfed until the ripe age of 17, Tim Tebow. Pac-12 is back, as we broke that story earlier in the year. Mountain West is back, too, and Yahoo's reporting that now the Mac is considering a comeback season despite the fear of coronavirus infections. With so many teams playing again, the NCAA Oversight Committee has recommended that all college teams, not just the ones who win six games or are above 500, be eligible for bowl games. That's right. That means an 0-10 team or an 0-7 team in the Pac-12's case could go to a bowl game. Why is this a bad idea? I don't think that's what
3: it means. I think what it means is you can just cherry pick the teams that you want in your bowl. <laughs> it means right. that you, an Owen you 7 g- team yeah. could go to a bowl game. Yeah, they're going to pick brand names. Well, because there's how many fans are going to be in those games. It's going to be very different than before where it's like, all right, let's get two teams to travel well so we can fill up the Rose Bowl, whatever it is. They're just going to get good TV matchups. They also hopefully can regionalize it a little bit so people don't have to travel as far. So this year's going to be. Bizarre. Bull season is usually a smattering of terrible games with a few decent games mixed in there. Um, so I don't think it's going to be a whole lot different than normal. But, yeah, why would you have a requirement of how many wins you have to have? Uh,
1: looked like it was a slow roller as opposed to a high bouncer. And uh, we've got to go capture it, uh, you know, when the moment comes. So I'll get a better view of it tonight, Zach. But from where I saw it was a slow roller and uh, one that we should, you know, make the aggressive move to go get-
2: that was a guy at the gym who seems to chat with everyone on the floor, but will go dead quiet once in the bathroom, Dan Quinn. The Cowboys somehow escaped starting the season 0-2 after fighting back from a 20-point deficit in the first quarter against the Falcons last week. The funniest play was Greg Zerline spinning an onside kick that Atlanta just kind of watched. Then the Cowboys recovered the ball after it went 10 yards. Why haven't the Falcons fired Dan Quinn yet? because he took them to a super bowl okay i poop on that I'm just... narrative because if auburn was able to do it to gene Chiswick, i think anybody can do it to anybody at that point i don't disagree with you that
3: that's why the upward inflection at the end um <sighs> I don't know. Maybe he has a great relationship with Matt Ryan, your franchise quarterback. Maybe him They're and real Ar- close. Arthur Blank are uh, besties outside of uh, the practice facility. Him and Julio Jones go fishing
2: on the weekend, <laughs> Dude,
3: it's something. But uh, this I, this is the make-or-break-it year. I mean, 0-2 start. You're on the hot seat already. Um, is that two onside kicks recovered already in the early uh, NFL season, both in Falcons games? In fact, it is. And uh, that was a little bit surprising to me, too. But the... That, that's, I mean, that, that was the whole such a whole Super Bowl bizarre thing, play. I feel
2: like.
3: <laughs> well, no, they got one against
2: Seattle, and then they lost one against But, I mean, I'm factoring in even the Super Bowl with the Patriots. No, like, I-, I feel like after that, and then losing your own coordinator, who was like yeah. 60% of the blame, it's like, I don't know.
3: I don't know. They're, they're moving around uh, deck chairs on the Titanic uh, with coordinators and stuff. But, yeah, I I think this is, it. make it or break it year. If they don't turn around and make the playoffs, he's gone
0: yeah i mean i mean that part is 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 um the history uh the organization what the bulls have meant to the game of basketball and to basketball worldwide i mean it's a iconic franchise and and certainly to be a part of trying to help build back up was certainly very very appealing and exciting
2: That's former marine biologist who gave up on his dreams to sell used forerunners, Billy Donovan. The Chicago Bulls have named Donovan as their new head coach. You wanna hear a really weird stat? Yes, I do. He's the first head coach the Bulls have hired in 17 years who actually has NBA coaching experience. How about that? During his last stint in Oklahoma City, he won a little more than 60% of his regular season games, but he floundered in the playoffs with an 18 and 23 record. What does success look like for Billy Donovan in the first three years of his stint in Chicago? Uh, uh, one playoff appearance,
3: I suppose. Really?
2: Or, uh, well, a playoff series win. Playoff series win. One playoff Dude, series even win. Dude, I think even an appearance is kind of out there. Really? Dude, no, the Bulls
3: I, are bad. Yes, they are. But in three seasons, there's everybody in the East makes it. The reason I said series win is because I realized that they were an Eastern Conference team. You had <laughs> – what? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You, you, I, I upped the ante. If, it, if they were in the West, I would say a playoff appearance would be worth it. But, yeah, the Bulls are always going to chase the ghost of Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson. They're never going to get there. Uh, but the the big swings and misses that have taken hired a coach with no experience. Uh, Billy Donovan was a good coach in Oklahoma City. This last year might have been his best coaching job and got him fired. So I, I think he has to – you have to win – Uh, Didn't get him fired. They mutually
2: parted ways. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he got fired. Yeah, he got fired. All right, time for my favorite story of the week, and this one comes from New York City. Your headline: Three railroad workers built a man cave under New York's Grand Central Terminal. I saw that. This is awesome. Three railroad employees were suspended without pay for converting a room underneath Grand Central Terminal in New York. That's the one that you see in the movies Mm -hmm. constantly. Into their own personal quote unquote man cave. And let me tell you something. I'm looking at the pictures of this. It's nice. Yeah. It's Grand Central Station. Yeah. It's grand. We know that. It's got a
3: central location. What else do you need in a man cave?
2: I mean, it's kind of a nice man cave, it's very small. But they got a TV. They got a fridge. They got what looks like kind of a skeezy, comfy couch.
3: It it was somebody's free couch that was left out on the sidewalk. And they're like, well, hey, let's just go and move this uh, down in that room, we know. And then that's
2: probably how it started. Um, Have you ever had a man cave? Or do you have the desire for a man cave? (sighs) When we were
3: kids, we had the basement. And it was where the lair where my brothers and I hung out. My dad, we had the ping pong table set up. We had the skeezy couch dartboard set up down there uh we would often just go down there and wreak havoc as teenage boys so that was pretty equivalent to a man cave is but that, no as an adult what you
2: called it wreaking havoc Be sure yeah everybody knows I'll what, everybody knows what a man cave is we cause trouble everybody knows what a man cave
3: this is. was a teenage boys man cave as well. exactly
2: yeah. yeah yeah i know Yeah, three older brothers, all within five years of each other. Every guy who has an excuse for a man cave, and this is just me talking. Every guy that has an excuse for a man cave, to me, it's for personal time. It's not for watching sports. It's for I'm gonna go downstairs and do something. No, that's 10 not minutes. it. Nah. And There's, listen, you don't need a man I'm cave. Just, I'm just You're signaling no, to everyone no, in the no, house. No. Don't
3: come down. No, here. you don't need a man cave for that. You don't <gasps> oh, <need> a- <laughs> sometimes you do. No, you don't.
2: Sometimes you do. No,
3: you don't. No, the the man cave is a place to get. I would not mind having a man cave. I have two daughters. And as they get into their teenage years, I'm guessing that I will need more time to myself, yeah, not for the reason that you're saying you disgusting monster, uh, but to just get away. I, I the, the next home purchase that I will make will have space either for a ping pong table or for a man cave. Uh, That's for sure. Just real or quick. Both.
2: If you go on the computer in
3: the basement, just just check with me first. Just don't go on it. This is not because I got I got some stuff on there. I just I I got some work that I haven't saved yet. This is not 2002. Nobody uses a computer anymore. What? You're yeah. You, you have a smartphone.
2: Oh, you don't want to do that. What? You get yourself some malware. You can't get off. Ugh. And then how are you going to make your calls? <laughs> your important calls.
3: How deep? How deep in the interweb do you need to get for your filth that you're getting malware? I mean, not too far. No, I'm saying oh. the you just mentioned it. Yeah. Just Google image search will get you enough inappropriate
2: images. I still got the Jimmy Nutt search. Yeah app. you do. Exactly it's pretty crazy. Uh just saying. I mean, this is some wild stuff, dude. I mean, they have like animated characters doing some wild stuff. Yes, of course they do. And I also uh And have... this is your
3: this is the work computer that you're using now for this. Yeah, so, that's right.
2: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um There's a uh, picture of a shirtless man wearing a Jimmy Neutron wig uh, taking a selfie. Yep. Yep. The internet's full of filthy. You don't have
3: to go into the uh, malware region uh, to find uh, what you need. Just say that. I mean, I guess. Would would you like to have a man cave? No.
2: Nah. But it's just you and the wife right now. It's kind of a waste. Wait till you get, uh, wait till you get three or four girls. Yeah. I I don't know. I I view it as something like you're really like you have designated a room to like remove yourself from your family. Well, and for me, I kind of feel like, you know, you can do that at times. Like, you know, you can go, go to the bar and like watch a game or like you can go, go play a sport or go work out or something. I feel like just zoning out for like three hours at a time and pretending that you don't live with other people and have kids like in a room in your own house is kind of odd.
3: My wife has admitted uh, on multiple occasions she does not enjoy watching football with me. I think she'd be on board with the man cave. So you're saying it's more for the wife? I, I say it's, it's for both directions. Now, I don't think it has to be the thing where it's like, here's all of my trophies from school. Here's everything I've ever done. This is a room for only me and nobody else. No girls allowed! <laughs> exactly but you have your buddies come over in my case my brothers or whoever it'd be nice to have a place where it's like all right i don't want to bug you you don't want me to bug you we're just gonna go even if there's a couch in the garage whatever where we could go and yeah i i'm cool with that you know what a nice covered back patio space could function as that it doesn't need to be designated as a man cave but having more space in the next home where i can just be left alone. And you can be left alone. I, I'm down for that. Password? Nipples. Really? And you got to say it a certain way or we're not letting you in. There's your good versus evil. It's brought to you by 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Go to ATE-OH-ATE hyphen hyphen to check out menus and delivery options. Uh, they are open for takeout and delivery. And it's really wonderful food. You should eat it. It's good. In hour two, we'll get into some of the storylines early in the NFL season. We'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in college football. And uh, we've got some NBA to talk to. Talk to about things. We'll talk about it instead of to the NBA. Let's do that. We'll, we'll do all of that and more hour two. And the hour. Next, ten eighty the hour.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,